This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by the brilliant and longtime editor-in-chief of Becker's Healthcare, Molly Gamble, just a remarkable person and individual. She's going to talk to us, as she often does, about a couple of the issues that she's watching currently in healthcare, the trends she's watching. Molly, why don't you take it away and tell us what stories are you following closely currently? What's on your mind? Sure. Thank you, Scott. It was a very kind introduction. Um, to start off, we just this week at Becker's ran a roundup of more than a dozen hospital deals that have been called off or unwound or canceled for over the past year and change. And just this week, just two more in the past week did um, come through in terms of organizations calling off either alliances or deals that were in the works or that were already finalized. So in Pennsylvania, Tower Health and Penn Medicine they announced a decision to no longer pursue a strategic alliance, which they had first unveiled in July 2021. The organization said that under current market conditions, both organizations feel it is necessary to focus on their individual organizational goals and community needs. So they will continue to work together in, quote, areas of mutual interest, unquote, but that uh, strategic alliance was called off. Shortly after that, just yesterday, Common Spirit Health and Advent Health are ending their Centura Health joint venture in which each system had directly managed respective care sites under the Centura umbrella in Colorado and Kansas. That joint venture was in place for 27 years, Scott, so it's pretty long standing, but the organization said it had reached natural maturity um, and they concluded it effective February 14th. So always interesting when something's called off, sometimes it can be due to FTC pressure, sometimes it's just due to economic conditions, but it's always noteworthy. So two happening in in one week is definitely something that we were paying attention to. So what happens with this insurer system? That's a great system, well-run system, brilliant CEO, Peter Banco. What happens out of that system that that joint venture is called off work? Yes, Centura has 20 hospitals, so I I think it always helps me to think about them in in terms of the number of hospitals and who is going to manage what. So in this case, Common Spirit will hold on to 15 hospitals in Centura. Advent Health will hold on to five. Um, So they're maintaining their own footprints based on the Colorado-Kansas boundary and and division. Um, And they'll continue to oversee those and manage those organizations. So Centura as a whole, it still is 20 hospitals strong, but Common Spirit has 15, Advent Health has five in terms of um, the management and um, how that is divided. Fascinating. Thank you very, very much. And what's driving this movement towards these mergers not getting done? Is it, I mean, it's a little bit of FTC issues. Certainly the FTC, nobody wants to bother with all the expense of fighting the FTC, the Department of Justice and so forth. But is it, is it hospitals more concerned about taking on more debt, more problems, the sort of retrenching back to one's footprint, what's driving, what are you hearing? What's your sense of why people are moving back towards not uh, continuing with the stuff with these mergers? Yeah, it seems to be like the retrenchment piece, I think is a great point. I think when the economic conditions are as such, you start to see uh, typically we would go so long without any deals being called off. So it's interesting that in a time of more layoffs, more, um, constriction and kind of attempts to curb spending, you're starting to see more of these affiliations, strategic alliances, the things that were in the works being called off, um, at at least for the time being. There have been some statements coming out of health systems saying this is just not the right time economically for us to be pursuing this. 
Thank you. And then, Molly, I've seen some of the losses coming out. Common Spirits reported a $451 million operating loss this last quarter. There's more of that out there, too. Our system's starting to be able to reduce some of those losses. It seemed like Common Spirit, even though that's a big loss, was a move in the right direction. It's also Community Health Systems reported a, a huge drop in their operating income. What are you hearing out there from a financial temperature of the big systems? I think there's renewed and continued pressure to reduce contract spend. I don't think contract spend, though, is, is the whole story there. I think you're starting to see a lot more systems rejigger and restructure, reorganize administratively, not only the admin positions that are more mid-level or lower level, but even up to the top exec roles. Just this week, Adventist Health is also going to be reorganizing and some executive jobs maybe um, cut or trimmed. So that's something that we're continuing to see more and more stories on that throughout the pandemic, Scott, I mean, those those types of restructurings are pretty few and far between. So that's something that, too, has been a big change, I would say, over the past six months. Good, good. And, and anything else that's on your mind that you're watching closely currently? Anything else that's got you top of mind? Yeah, I, I wanted to make a point, too, about Common Spirit. Shortly after, Common Spirit made headlines yesterday for three different reasons. One was the JV it called off with uh, Advent Health and managing Centura Hospitals. The other was its financial results, like you just hinted at Scott. And then the third was that they are entering a deal with Steward Healthcare to acquire all of Steward's sites of care in Utah. And then Common Spirit will acquire and buy those and then Centura will manage them. So it's a three-party deal. Um, They signed an asset purchase agreement. So this is a deal that Steward would sell Common Spirit five hospitals, more than 35 medical groups, and a clinically integrated network all in Utah. And the systems are looking to close this transaction later this year. And that the deal is interesting for a number of reasons, but one is that Stewart had tried this last year. They wanted to unload those five Utah hospitals to HCA Healthcare at the time, and the FTC got involved. It challenged the deal. And then 13 days after the FTC challenged that transaction, they abandoned it. So it kind of goes back to our first point about deals getting called off or scrapped. Um, this will be Stewart's second attempt to unload those Utah hospitals. This time it picked Common Spirit as the buyer. Um, so we'll see. We'll keep an eye on this and see if it makes its way through. Thank you. But that's sort of fascinating. There's a podcast today about private equity healthcare and how little private equity is truly invested in the health systems versus outpatient facility businesses versus practices versus technologies, everything else. Stewart is one of the systems that was private equity funded. That's a for-profit private equity funded system. Um, and and it's fascinating to see them retrenching some as well and trying to get back to some sort of profitability. They probably also have large amounts of debt. They've got to make sure they service and so forth. Uh, Molly, thank you for joining us today on the, on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Always a great pleasure to visit with you. A great set of subjects. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me, Scott.